ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. What you saw yesterday is one of the most disgraceful episodes I've seen in not just modern American history, but in American history. I shit you not. An absolute abomination. What you saw yesterday was so disgusting, but I will say so necessary. Because now the entire world sees what you and I have been talking about on this show for eight years. The the, the, the seed that's been planted of our own destruction is happening where, ladies and gentlemen? Chat stirs, we're starting early. We haven't got that to spy yet. Where is it starting? Yes, sir, many of our universities. Joe, how long have we been talking about this? Someone said to me this morning on Twitter, and a guy who said this, you're an asshole, so you can unfollow me. Well, Dan, what do you have been talking about? What to do about the universities for? You're just a moron. Joe, how many times did we mention in our 12-step plan uh, that we should staple a dollar bill, right, to a letter if you're a donor to a university? How many times do you think we said this, Joe? 100, 200? Um, and you should send it in and say to your university, you know what, I used to donate to you. Here's your last dollar. Uh, here's a dollar bill. You will ne- uncountable number of times. You will never get another dollar from me until you start to hire people in your humanities departments that have ideological diversity and are conservative. You'll never see another dollar. We've been saying it for eight years. And now you see. Now you see what happened. An abomination yesterday. We got a big show. I don't know how much I'm going to get to. Sorry about the technical stuff. Folks, we do it live. It does happen. I'm, I'm sorry. At the end of the show yesterday, if you want to watch the full show, the last five minutes are there. For those of you who don't know, if you're in the chat and there's any kind of a technical hiccup, again, unfortunately, it does happen. There's a lot of things going on and moving parts here. It even happens on live TV, as you've seen watching cable, I guess, the hiccups out or whatever it is. Stay tuned. We don't stop recording. Just stay tuned or come back in an hour or so and we load the thing video on demand. We always finish the show every single time. My pillow soft and absorbent six-piece towel set. It's only $29.98 with promo code Dan. Go to mypillow.com right now, click on the radio podcast specials, or call 800 637 4982 And I got kind of a cool announcement at the end of the show. Not a huge deal. I don't want to spin anybody's wheels. Uh, but you know, some interesting stuff I think you guys deserve to hear because you've been with me for a long time. ExpressVPN. Folks, huge tech companies in America pay next to nothing in taxes. They may not be able to do a lot of giving, but they sure do a lot of taking. Talking about how these companies enrich themselves by taking what? Your personal data. They create a detailed profile based on your web history, email metadata, and video searches, and they sell all that to the highest bidder. To protect your identity and data from these tech giants, I recommend you use ExpressVPN every time you go online. ExpressVPN makes you anonymous online by camouflaging your IP address and replacing it with a different secure IP of your choice. ExpressVPN also encrypts all of your data so it's protected from hackers and it's easy to use. I use it. I'm not that tech savvy. You just download the app on your phone or computer, tap a button, and you're protected. Just like that. So if you're like me and you believe your internet data belongs to you and not greedy corporations, then ExpressVPN's the answer. Protect your data with the number one rated VPN provider today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three months free on a one-year package. E-X-P-R-E-S-S. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Thanks, ExpressVPN. All right, Joseph, I already called on your hair, but let's go. Yes, it's Weird-Ass Wednesday, Dan. It is Weird-Ass Wednesday after yesterday. Because I know I, I send Joe all this video to cut, but last night was like ridiculous. So much so I came in with seven extra cuts this morning. 
What you saw with these universities last night on Capitol Hill was a national freaking disgrace. But it's a national disgrace everybody needed to see. Folks, I read a piece in the Wall Street Journal the other day. I'm going to get to it in a minute. Stand by. Before this whole thing happened, and I've got to tell you, I, I waited to bring it up because I wanted it to fit into a larger narrative, and holy Moses did yesterday provide it. The piece is damning, and the premise of the piece, so we don't bury the lead, is this. Every single thing that's happening in most of our, most, not all, but most of our universities and colleges across the country, everything that's happening is designed to destroy this country. All of the crap you see out there now, from defund the police to social justice to LGBTQIA sexual indoctrination, all started where? University. The peace is freaking damning. Let me start with this, though, first. Uh, Trump did a town hall last night, set the whole media universe on fire. There's nothing Trump enjoys more than trolling the media. Uh, again, you folks, for all the people who hate Trump, you're going to continue to hate him. This isn't going to make a difference. You're going to believe he really meant he's a dictator. <laughs> to the people who love Trump, you're going to gaff it off and understand it's Trump doing what Trump does. Either way, I was going to cover it. The media lost its mind last night at a Hannity town hall with Trump when Donald Trump said this. Check this out. The media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, for? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill, that's drill, not a, that's, drill. That's not, oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, he keeps... We love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay? that, that sounds to me like you're going back to the policies when you were president. Of course, the media lost its mind. Uh, he's obviously trolling them because when he said, oh, yes, I'll be a dictator, he mentions two things that are perfectly within his legal powers to do an executive order he already implemented in the past. Uh, folks, <laughs> what's amazing to me is the media will never call Joe Biden a dictator, despite the fact that Joe Biden actually does dictatory stuff, locking up his political opponents, working with his DHS and FBI to censor American citizens, putting political prisoners in jail. Nobody, nobody will mention that at all. Yet Trump makes an obvious joke about being addicted, obvious to anyone who's not a complete asshole, right? And the media loses their marbles, even though what he said is nothing of a dictatorship at all. Media people play dumb because they love to. I figured I'd get that out there in the beginning of the show to show you how unfair this whole thing is. But get back to what I opened up with, the abomination you witnessed up on Capitol Hill yesterday with these universities and their anti-Semitism problem. I want to give you the solution up front because it's simple and I'll mention it again at the end. Folks, the solution is what I said. Stop donating to universities whose sole goal is to destroy America. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Stop giving them money. Stop sending your kids there. Stop. Just stop supporting these people. We have a choice. I said, your kids are 18. I believe me. I get it. They're going to go with them. Luckily, mine made the right choice. I get it's hard, but folks, stop giving them money. This is the piece I was talking about, and I want to get to the degradations destroying America emanating from our universities. 
The piece is called Higher Ed's Become a Threat to America by John Ellis. It is freaking damning because this guy is absolutely spot on. The piece came out on my birthday on Monday. It is worth every second of your time. I'm just going to read a paragraph from it because he describes what I think you all know in the chat, which is what? All this bullshit destroying our country, all of it, defund the police, socialism, communism, anti-Semitism is emanating from where? The universities. He says children test scores. They plummeted because college education departments train teachers to prioritize social justice over education. Yes. Censorship started on these university campuses with one-party campuses shutting down conservative voices. Yes. The coddling of criminals originated with academia's devotion to Foucault's idea that criminals are victims, not victimizers. Yes. The drive to separate children from their parents begins in longstanding campus contempt for the suburban home and nuclear family. Yes. Radicalized college journalism departments promote far-left advocacy. Yes, sir. Open borders reflect pro-globalism and anti-nation state sentiment amongst radical professors. Yes, sir. DEI started as a campus ruse to justify racial quotas. Darn right. Campus anti-Semitism grew out of ideologies like anti-colonialism, anti-capitalism, and intersectionality. Yes, sir, you're damn right. Folks, these places are a festering, cancerous mess of anti-American bullshit. Why do you think they're pumping out people across America into the FBI, the legal profession, the teaching profession, the medical profession? How do you think this all happened? Where did people learn in the medical profession? Cutting a kid's nuts off was somehow not a violation of the Hippocratic Oath. The answer is, you got it, universities, baby. Elise Stefanik did a good job yesterday. We don't worship politicians here. We respect outcomes. That's it. But when a politician advances an outcome, we're going to damn well highlight it. Elise Stefanik's a Republican congresswoman from New York. Here she was yesterday asking the president of Harvard a simple freaking question. And I am so glad this, this may have been the most valuable hearing we've seen on Capitol Hill in 20 years. Watch this. We embrace a commitment to free expression and give a wide berth to free expression, even of views that are objectionable. You and I both know that's not the case. You were aware that Harvard ranked dead last when it came to free speech. Are you not aware of that report? As I observed earlier, I reject that characterization. It's the data shows it's true. Dead last for free speech. And this lady, Miss Gay, has the balls to go up to Capitol Hill and say that Harvard, home of the microaggression and the safe space and the segregation of conservative speakers with a different set of rules, it respects free speech. You can take that and shove it up your ass. I think we all know that's bullshit. The Ivy League is a plague on America. I understand your kids are going to do what they're going to do. When they're 18, they make their own choices. However, you've got a say in this, just like I did. You do not have to send your kids there. The Ivy League has become a plague on humankind, not just the United States. You should pull your kids out of there, get them out of there as soon as you can. The Ivy League schools like Harvard are home to free speech now? 
It appears they're only home to free speech for people who want to kill the Jews. Then you're okay. Yet you want to be Charlie Kirk or whatever your group and pop in an Ivy League campus, you're going to have to pay a massive security bill because you could get hurt here. Here, the Ivy League, a home of free speech. Really, here's Michael Schellenberger, an actual journalist who was up on Capitol Hill. So much happened yesterday. I had a hard time fitting this all in. Talking about how the virality project at Stanford, another elite education, that they were working with the people at Stanford and others to make sure that they could kind of see and not see and get a hold of what you see online. But they're the homes of free speech. Check this out. Just quickly, we found just yesterday a tweet from um, the the Virality Project at Stanford, which was partnered with a, new, a number of government agencies on Twitter, where they talked explicitly about um, censoring stories of true vaccine side effects um, and other true stories that they felt uh, encouraged hesitancy. Now, the important the decision true. Yes. Yeah, so they use the word true three times. They were I'm sorry, this is Taibbi Schellenberger's next to him. They were censoring true store, but they're the home of free speech, the Ivy League. And hat tip to the awesome dude in the chat who called it the poison Ivy League. I'm totally fleecing that. I who was it? Who was it? Someone, if you can see it, put your put your name in there again. I'm totally stealing that. I'll credit you. The poison Ivy League. They're the home of free speech. Ivy League universities now. They are free speech if you want to kill the Jews. Anything else? There's absolute. Who is it? That what is that? Lisa Neuvenheim. Lisa D. Neuvenheim. Poison Ivy League. Totally stealing that, Lisa. I'll credit it to you. Remember this incident where this federal judge goes to give a speech at a, a law school at Stanford and the DEI lady, diversity, equity, and inclusion, otherwise known as the DIE, D-I-E lady, comes in to lecture him about how his language is hurting people's feelings? The homes of free speech, folks. Watch this. Your work has caused harm, has, has caused harm. And I know that must be uncomfortable to hear. I know that must be. Let me please finish. And I want to give you space to finish your remarks too, Judge Duncan. I'm also uncomfortable because many of the people in the room here I've come to care for. Um, and at, in my role at this university, my job is to create a space of belonging for all people in this institution. Do you hear it? Someone said Levin made a point. I don't really care. It's a cool thing. That's the poison Ivy League right there. Her, she, her job is to create a safe space for everyone. Really? Just not for conservatives. Their job is to create a safe space. People want to kill the Jews in the poison Ivy League. Whoever invented it. Oh, yesterday got even better, folks. And by better, I mean it got a lot worse. Here's Elise Stefanik off the top ropes. She can, folks, you ever see Macho Man back in the day, the old WWE, off the top ropes with the big elbow? This was totally Elise Stefanik off the top ropes, big elbow yesterday. Here she is with the UPenn. UPenn. Oh, UPenn Wharton Business School. UPenn. Oh, look, I got an MBA from UPenn. Really? They're so smart. The school that produces such business titans. UPenn is so bright that the lady can't even answer questions about, hey, is it okay on campus to call for the death of the Jews like genocide? It depends. It's in context. Really? In context. Joe, can, is there a good context for calling for kill all the Jews? Can you? No, 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 there's, no, there's, 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 there's not. 
There's really, there's really not. He doesn't, yeah, he's like, he said he's not really crazy about that idea either. It's not good. Yeah, it's probably a bad, probably a bad idea. Let me just throw in like, just to make it clear, because liberals are really morons. It's not a good idea to call for the genocide of any racial or ethnic group at all. There is no real context for that. I call for the killing of the Jews, but ah, you know what? I was out having a Big Mac, so it's in context, right? Here's the UPenn professor. They're having a really tough time with a simple question. Elise Stefanik off the top ropes again. Check this out. McGill at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. I am asking specifically calling for the genocide of Jews. Does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision, Congresswoman. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. That is not bullying or harassment. This is the easiest question to answer yes, Ms. McGill. So is your if testimony it, that it, you will not answer yes? If it uh, is, if the, yes speech or becomes, no. if the speech becomes conduct... It can be harassment. Yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide. The speech is not harassment. This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. Show's over. Do I, what else do I need? Is this not the most valuable thing for all the wrong reasons you've ever seen come out of Capitol Hill? Liz McGill cannot answer a question about calling to kill all the Jews without providing some kind of context. I love her answer, too. It's a classic. If it results in conduct, so you have to actually kill all the Jews first before. So just to be clear on you, Penn, it's if you threaten to kill all the Jews, it's okay. But if you follow through and you kill all the Jews on the campus, then you may be sanctioned. Guy brought up a good point, which I thought I brought up a better point after Guy's good point. Guy's like, listen, if you replace that with any other racial ethnic group, I mean, you would be thrown right out of Capitol Hill for not answering the question. Uh, is it okay to kill all the Hispanic students on campus and a call for that? Ah, you actually have to kill them first. You would be immediately, immediately thrown off campus and probably arrested by the January 6th gulag people, right? Rightfully so. But I said to Guy, I said, you know what, Guy, I'm going to one-up you. Folks in the chat, tell me if I'm right. You don't even need people. Replace it with animals. Uh, Miss McGill, is it okay to call to, to make a call to kill all the manatees in Florida? <gasps> We love manatees. Everybody down here, I love manatees. They're these big, they look like uh, whales, the little mini whales. They're like the puppy dogs of, of, the, uh, of the water system down here. We love Kill all the manatees. No, that would be horrible. But is it okay to call for it to kill for the Jews? Eh, it depends. Yeah, just as, yeah, you, can, you gotta actually kill them first. What the? No, no. He wants to know if I'm having a McConnell. No, it's not a McConnell. 
I, I really, I, I don't know what, I don't, I honestly don't know what to say. The, by the way, MSNBC and CNN have barely covered any of this. Barely. You had college professors yesterday, presidents of universities produ- producing tomorrow's leaders, the Poison Ivy League, and supposedly the smartest people who are going to run the world as the new anointed ones, who could not answer a question if it's okay to call to kill the Jews and suggested, well, if you actually kill them and it goes into conduct, you know, then, then maybe we can have a conversation. I, I uh, for the first time in a long time, I, I sincerely, I, I don't know how to add to this by making that abomination any worse, what you saw yesterday. Okay, I had to take a break here. I, got, I actually have more from this. I have a lot more to get to as well. There's, there's, believe it or not, it, it got even worse. I know it's, yes, this is dark mode, Dan, today, because I'm, these are producing our doctors and our lawyers and our politicians. People coming out of college who are like, yeah, it's okay to talk about killing the Jews. You, you know, you got to be careful about actually killing them. I got more. Please, don't. I'm not even close to done. We're just getting warmed up. If you see the Al Pacino movie, oh, folks, feel the greens. You know, it's funny. It's a line about lower blood pressure. Good. I need a scoop, folks. Listen, the apples in their holiday pie and the tomato on your burger—that's not really your servings of vegetables. You know, you miss all that. Listen, we all know a healthy diet is the key to what a healthy life. Not only the key to a healthy life, your blood pressure, your heart condition, all that stuff. You don't want to eat a lot of slop, your cholesterol levels, also your hair, your nails, your skin. You're going to look different. Listen, I looked at a guy yesterday. I'm not going to say who, but he's a pretty famous guy who resigned yesterday. The guy's 48. I'm a year older. The guy looks like he's 20 years older. I'm going to tell him, go take some Field of Greens. Check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by their own doctor. To help support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Listen, here's the deal on this stuff. I don't need to read the spot here because I've known these guys forever and I take this stuff. He takes the lemon lime. I like the wild berry. They're both delicious. I take two scoops a day. This morning, I put a little curcumin. That's just my choice. In some green tea with some of this, the wild berry. I love it. It's my elixir in the morning. I swear by it. You'll notice your hair. Skin, nails will look healthier too. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and vegetables that taste amazing. Let's get you started with 15% off your first order. It's a big savings. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. You won't regret it. Send me your reviews. I get nothing but compliments about this product. These statements of products have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thanks, Field of Greens. Our last sponsor before I get back to the show. But, oh, yeah, sorry. That's nice. Sorry about that. I'm getting ahead of myself already. All right. So this happened yesterday up on Capitol Hill, too. Representative Jim Banks asking these college presidents again. I, I'm, again, I'm puzzled what to say. I can't possibly add to the rank freaking stupidity and ignorance that came out of Capitol Hill yesterday. Oh, you guys are the home of free speech? Really? You poison Ivy League uh, dipwads? How come conservative speakers keep getting banned, even professors at your own university? But if you're screaming, kill the Jews, you're probably okay. As long as you don't actually kill them on the campus. Check this out. In the aftermath of the Palestinian Rights Festival, you and your board chairman wrote a memo outlining Penn's free speech policies. You said, quote, Penn does not regulate the content of speech or symbolic behavior. You wrote, including speech, quote, incompatible with the school's values. 
You went on to say that Penn does not have a policy against hate speech because, quote, defining and policing robust debate, even with respect to the most disturbing issues, is unwise. That, that's what you wrote. But in 2013, Penn canceled now Prime Minister Modi's scheduled keynote address at a Wharton-hosted economic forum in the face of opposition from Indian American professors. And for the past year, your administration has sought to punish Amy Wax, a tenured law professor for her stance on DEI and identity issues. And then you canceled an event with former ICE director Tom Holman due to disruptive student protest simply because he worked for former President Donald Trump. Ms. McGill, the fact is that Penn regulates speech that it doesn't like. Everyone gets this. Uh, no one more than the faculty and students who know exactly where the lines are that they're okay to cross. So Tom Holman, an immigration official in the Trump administration, who stands for these crazy things, folks, you know, like border security and not getting us killed by terrorists. I know, I, that's so radical. God forbid he speaks on that campus. But again, you want to scream, kill the Jews? It's a-okay. No problem. But we're the home of free speech. You're the home of full of shit. If full of shit has a home, it's in the Poison Ivy League. Full of shit? Home. Poison Ivy League. You people make me sick. You college administrator, conservative censoring assholes make me sick to my stomach. I'm embarrassed for you. And I swear to you, and I'm going to say it again, this is the most valuable hearing we've seen on Capitol Hill in 15 years. This will be played forever to show you that cancer infecting our society started with one malignant DNA strand and that metastasized on college campuses and it infects everything. I'm pointing at the TV screen. I can actually see stuff. Of course, we had to get a Republicans pounce in here too. New York Times. <laughs> Republicans try to put Harvard, MIT, and Penn on the defensive about anti-Semitism. Would try? I think they did everything all on their own, assholes at the New York Times. Anemo Hartacolis. Enema Hartacolis, whoever wrote this article, Enema. So Enema, I think they did just fine acting like anti-Semitic assholes all on their own, Enema. Thank you, Enema Hartacolis for trying to defend rampant anti-Semitism. And of course, in case you didn't have enough of the entire Kill the Jews Democrats yesterday, they took a little vote on the House floor. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a ground ball. It was a ground, great ground, it was a, a bunt. You have a bunt and, you know, bunt in baseball. Remember, you got to keep the bat. You don't want to get it like this or else you pop the ball. You got to just catch the ball with the bat. It's called a bunt. It's super easy, right? It's a bunt on Capitol Hill. They take a little vote like, hey, anti-Semitism, no good, right? Pretty easy. Should have been 435 to zero. Uh, no, Greg Price, breaking. 92 Democrats just voted present on a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. 13 voted against it. It ended up passing with 311 votes. There it is. There's the C-SPAN screen. Look at your Dems there. That's just great. 92 Democrats. Uh, do you believe that we should condemn killing the Jews? 92 are like, present, present. Uh, are you going to take a stand on that? I think that's kind of bad to say that. Uh, I'm present. That's all I got to say. I'm present. You, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I have to tell you, I think I disagree with you on that. He says some of them are just anti-anti-communists. Yeah, probably. But I, in this case, I'm not sure. They see this as one thing and one thing only through the lens of the exploitation narrative. They see Palestinians as people of color and Jews are rich, so they must have stolen from them. That the fact that none of that's actually true doesn't matter. And I think that's why they just hate the Jews. They just hate them. It is that simple. I, I'm not sure it's really even more any more complicated than that. Because they will look for any excuse to distract from the obvious that a bunch of college presidents yesterday couldn't condemn something simple like genocide. You know what they're preoccupied with? Proving you again, these idiots will believe anything. Here is Juan Williams on Fox, who I, I got to tell you, man, I've never had any personal issues with but manages to say some of the dumbest things I have ever heard on television. Here he is on Fox yesterday talking again about a Muslim ban no serious human being on planet Earth believes exists because it doesn't. I can, Folks, I can prove it to you right now. I'm sure we have someone in the chat who's Muslim. Are you in, a, are you, uh, in the chat right now from America? I, uh, I am. If anyone, anyone in the chat right now? Uh, how are you doing that? You, you're supposed to be, Trump, Ron, Ron Williams said you were banned under Trump. Oh, you're not because it's all bullshit. It doesn't matter. Nobody corrects him. Here he goes. The election is a year from now. We have to imagine what's going to situation going to be like a year from now. We don't know. But they are angry at the moment. And even so, if President, former President Trump is the nominee, it's a difficult choice because uh, Trump was the one with the Muslim ban. And here you have President Biden. <laughs> people, thank you, Vince. They're morons. There is no Muslim ban. There's never been a Muslim ban. There is nobody who is going to implement a Muslim ban. It doesn't matter. If that was a conservative saying that, Hey, uh, Joe Biden is horrible. He's looking to ban the Jews. Now, folks, Joe Biden is horrible, but Joe Biden's not looking to ban the Jews from the United States. If I say that, I destroy my credibility because it's not true. You say that on cable news, you'll be fired. But yet one goes on wherever he wants and talks about a Muslim ban that doesn't exist. It's fake. While they're intellectual scions in the Poison Ivy League are up there on Capitol Hill going, ah, genocide, not so bad, just don't act it out. I got more on this, including the, the FBI up on Capitol Hill. I told you today was going to be a big show, folks. I still got some news coming up, so stay tuned. We got a lot to get to. Our last set of sponsors, appreciate your patience. iTarget Cube, I use this all the time to train. I got Paula on it now. The iTarget Cube is simply the best way to train in your house with your firearm. If you ain't ready with your firearm, folks, it's a, it's, a, it's a paperweight. You have to train with it. You have to train with it. It is so important. You have to train often. This is a great gift idea, too, the iTarget Cube. What's great about the cubes, you can place them in different spots. It's more realistic. You can practice clearing drills, sequential drills, or set it to random mode to test your skills against multiple. multiple. See, I'm going right now. All while the system times your speed. Right now, save 20% on the iTarget Cube. Plus, get free shipping with the offer code DAN20 at checkout. That's DAN20. The system will save your life if you're training right with it. You've got to know how to use your firearm. Go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I. I-T-A-R-G-E-T. Itargetpro.com. Pick it up today. Don't wait. Comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223. 
You can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code DAN20. Please pick this up and train. Our last sponsor today, Omaha Steaks. The holidays are here. It's a great season. It's a great season for Omaha Steaks. They take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages at Omaha Steaks that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com. Save 50, yes, 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code Bongino at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Stock up today. Get those tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, their geese favorite. Gourmet jumbo franks are even easy to prepare meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks are ready to ship your order right away. Shop early, beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code Bongino at checkout to get an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. So, this happened yesterday, and hat tip to Ron DeSantis for doing it. He's the governor of Florida, the state I live in, also running for president, obviously in the primary. But a reporter decided to ask him about, just like Juan Williams, infatuated with the Muslim ban, and reporters out there who can't recognize that anti-Semitism is rampant and people calling for killing of the Jews everywhere. Every single time, the journalists have to bring it back to Islamophobia, which is equally bad, but isn't even close to the problem. And not even close in scale to what's happening to Jews right now. This reporter tries to bring this back. Well, what about Islamophobia? DeSantis was having none of it. This is a great moment. Check this out. Yeah, that is not true. They are not experiencing the similar threats. I mean, I, I don't see how you can look at what's going on. Are, are those students being chased for their lives in some of these universities around the country? Uh, do you look at what? I mean, they had the pro-Israel uh, rally on Washington, D.C. I didn't see any hate there. I saw American flags. I saw Israel flags. Uh, I saw that. I think that's a totally false equivalence. And that's what Biden has done. Biden has responded to the unprecedented spike in anti-Semitic fervor around the world and even in this country. He's responded by saying that the real problem is Islamophobia. They are not the same things. Really? Islamophobia. So just to be clear, you you walk around with your terror garb on around college campuses calling for the killing of the Jews. You'll even be protected by the president. Yet Jewish students walk around with a necklace with the Star of David. They're afraid of getting knifed on campus. Sounds same to me. Good for DeSantis for calling that bullshit out. Every journalist with the same freaking bullshit. Yeah, Islamophobia is pretty freaking evil. You see how that's not a problem for me to say that? You see how the college campuses, they can't say anything? Oh, I don't know. Genocide, not so bad. No, the genocide of Muslims, Jews, or anyone else is pretty damn shitty. It's not hard. It's not hard if you're not a freaking sociopath. Folks, they're doing this on purpose. These universities are, they're Petri dishes for anti-Americanism and hatred of this country. Why do you think this country is in such bad shape? Where do you think these people came from, Mars? This crap class of politicians we have, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, where did they come from? Universities. Barack Obama taught at one. Joe Biden lies and claims he taught at one, even though he never taught a class. Where do you think these people came from? I want to harp back to the beginning of the show because this show is important. All of this garbage infecting our country is coming out of our university system. That's a fact. 
And until we dry up their funding resources and clean this mess up, nothing's going to change. And yes, I've been talking about this for years now. We did a show on a 12-point plan to fix America. We did this five, six years ago. And I said, nothing's going to change without the university. It's also why our institutions are collapsing. Who's running our FBI, folks? The answer is a bunch of lawyers who came out of crap law schools like you saw in the Judge Duncan segment with the DEI lady. Duncan, I'm here for a safe space. This is how we got crazy. Here's Christopher Ray yesterday up on Capitol Hill. Amazingly, talking about a massive terror threat, clearly, clearly emanating from radical Islamists. Clearly. No sane person would say otherwise. Yet what has he spent his time on? Evil white supremacists around every January Sixers. Radical Catholics. I'll show you that in a minute. This guy's got the balls to talk about blinking lights everywhere while wasting his time on January 6th, conservatives, pro-life people, and the MAGA crowd? Holy shit, are we in trouble. Check this out. Blinking red lights analogy about 9-11. All the lights were blinking red before 9-11. Apparently, obviously, all of us missed it. Would you say that there's multiple blinking red lights out there? I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. Okay. All right. Can't say any better than that. Uh, actually, you can say it better than that, Lindsay. You could actually focus on the blinking lights, which are blinking from radical Islamists and stop locking up pro-lifers, parents at school boards, and MAGA crowd conservatives and Trump people. But that's not what the FBI is doing. Oh, Dan, you're just making it up. Really? Am I? Washington Times. This is just from, this is from years ago. <laughs> just kidding. It's from Monday. Susan Ferriccio. FBI office targeted radical Catholics and questioned the priest and a choir director, too, in rogue terror probe. Make sure you get them Catholics. Here's our FBI. Blinking lights everywhere. Blinking lights all over the place. Maybe do something about it. Christopher Ray, you dipshit. And stop wasting FBI agents on January 6th trespassing cases, you moron. While the country's on fire. This guy's a freaking disgrace. How about this? Look at this little video here. How about the southern border? Oh, look at this. There's a defense. Oh, it's working so great. Biden's going to shut that right down. Check that out. They cut the fence. I'm sure he's just letting it all happen. Look, there's a smuggler on the other side. He's actually videoing it. I want you to watch something. This is hat tip Bill Malugin from Fox. They're saying, oh, just watching. It's not their fault. They're told to just sit there. There's nothing they can do. Just watch, watch. Check this out. Look at this, a smuggler. Oh, hey, gives us the salute. Yeah, fuck you too. Gives us the salute. He's so, nobody does shit. Nobody does anything. Where's Christopher Ray? Is he going to mention something? If Christopher Ray had any balls at all, which he doesn't, he's a eunuch. He has no balls at all. He would have went up on Capitol Hill yesterday and said, listen, folks, I'm the FBI director. And I got to tell you, you're making my job really difficult. You got to shut this border down. I have no ideas in the country. He's got no balls. None. It's a disgrace, an embarrassment, garbage, absolute garbage, garbage person. There's blinking lights. They're blinking because of you. Because you're sitting there arresting January 6th people for trespass while we got smugglers giving us the F you at the border. 
And we're busy spying on Americans, too, by the way. Throwing the Constitution out the window. There's a FISA reauthorization. You know, for the Star Chamber courts we have, the FISA courts right now, where they can spy on you with no warrant? No, there's a Constitution. Yeah, I thought so, too. No, they can do that. They're doing it right now. They've abused it endlessly, the FBI, their ability to spy on you. You want to spy on an American? Get a freaking warrant. It's super easy. It's not hard. Here's Mike Lee, and Mike Lee don't get angry often. He was on my radio show yesterday. Here's an epic takedown of Christopher Ray, who apparently is totally unfamiliar with the Fourth Amendment search and seizure provisions. Check this out. You have the audacity to come here, and you told us that getting uh, adding a warrant requirement to 702, even for queries involving U.S. persons on U.S. soil, that that would amount to some sort of unilateral disarmament. That You have a lot of gall, sir. This is disgraceful. The Fourth Amendment requires more than that, and you know it. I know every single time for centuries, even prior to the founding of this country, there were similar protections built into the laws of the United Kingdom before we became a country. Even then, the government was making the same darn argument you're making today, which is it's too hard. This would make it hard for the government. It's why we have a constitution, sir. And brother. Ladies and gentlemen, it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be hard for the government to spy on you. It's supposed to be hard. Maybe you'd have more time to put together cases against actual terrorists if you weren't busy locking up trespassers on January 6th and grandma because she attended a MAGA rally or priests and choir directors in your rogue terror cases. Someone put in the chat, we're fucked. We are. But we can fix it, man. Don't get, get angry, but use your anger the right way. Not like these liberal freaking lunatics. Marshal it into positive action. I'm not trying to, listen, man, I ain't your priest. I'm not your preacher or anything else. I ran for office, folks. I lost. If anybody has, oh, I give up. It's all bullshit. You guys didn't pick me. Boo-hoo. I didn't win. I wasn't good enough. You know what I did? I dusted off and found some other way. The radio. Activisms. I'm all fired up today. I'm not stopping. If the radio show fails, I'll start writing. If writing fails, I'll do so. I ain't giving up. No excuses. Where the hell else are you going to go? You got a country that needs to be saved. You're the leaders we've been waiting for. No one else. Wait for someone else to do it. You do it. Folks, this hearing got worse yesterday. Christopher Ray exposed completely how the FBI is an entirely broken organization that if Trump gets in there, he should seriously consider disbanding, changing the mission, uh, excuse me, taking the mission and moving it into other entities. He can move the money other places too and take the agents that are good and decent and send them other places. Or he needs to eliminate the entire top level management team of this debacle. There's, there can be no compromises on this. Here's Senator John Kennedy asking Christopher Ray a simple question. Hey, you guys went through the whole 2020 election with all this BS about the Hunter Biden laptop being from Russia, but you guys had the laptop the whole time. Why not just tell the public it was real? Listen to Ray's BS answer. I'm going to entirely shred in a second. Check this out. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real? Why didn't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it. 
But it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. Second, I would tell you that at least my understanding is that both the FBI folks involved in the conversations and the Twitter folks involved in the conversations both say that the FBI did not direct Twitter to uh, suppress. But others were story. in government. Well, I can't again, I can't speak to others in government. Now, that's part of the point that I was trying to make, because the fifth. Yes, but opinion, you're the FBI. You're not part of the White House and part of Homeland Security. You're not supposed to be political. You see all this controversy going on. Why didn't the FBI said time out, folks? We're not getting in the middle of this, but the laptop's real. Again, we have to be very careful about what we can say, especially in the middle of uh, an election season. Because that's precisely some of the problems that led to my predecessor's uh, negative findings from the inspector general. Did you hear a gavel? Thank you, sir. I heard Kennedy. a gavel. Mark this time in the show. 45 minutes. Mark it. Mark it because I want you to send this to your friends. Flag I'm going to flag it right now and send it 45 minutes into the show. I'm going to prove to you right now Christopher Ray's full of shit. I always bring the receipt. So Christopher Ray just said, Hey, the FBI has to be careful what they put out during an election. You know, we don't want to alter the election outcome or anything like that. Uh, when in reality, what Christopher Ray should have said is, if the information we have is going to hurt Democrats, we'll hide it in an election. However, if it hurts Republicans, we'll be sure to put it out only days before Election Day. Oh, they never did that. Put it up, Key. NewYorkMag.com. Notice the date. What's the date, fellas? Anybody? November 1st, 2016. Joe, that's just a few days before some special event in November in 2016. Yeah. You know, what? do you have any idea what that may have been? No. Joe, thank you. Joe's thinking really hard. Oh, the, the election. election. No, no, no. Oh, election. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about some. Per yeah. Oh, shit. He's right. The election. I thought it was a Bob Dole ad. Elec election. Look at that. Someone from the FBI right before the election, November 1st, 2016, happened to leak out that the final October surprises reveal the FBI is probing Trump's alleged Russia ties. Margaret Hartman, New York Mag. Hmm. Sometimes the evidence just speaks for itself. Someone should have had that article yesterday up on Capitol Hill. I'm sorry, I don't mean to bash anyone, but you should have whipped this article out and say, really, Mr. Ray? That's interesting because you say you have to be careful interfering in elections, yet just days before the 2016 election, someone at the FBI leaked to New York mad that Trump had alleged Russia ties to Margaret Harbin. So strange. But you couldn't admit the obvious that the Hunter Biden laptop was real without saying anything about the contents at all. Sounds like the FBI is full of shit because it, because it is. All right, so I got a little bit of cool news I'm throw out there. So it's not a really big deal. I don't know. We got like so, uh, big news, whatever. But um, you know, the radio thing's been a journey for me, right? We've had some big headaches, some ups and some downs, and finally cleared that up and got that fixed. Took me a long time; it was like a two-year battle, and finally cleaned that mess up. So. For those who like the radio show and as the podcast is now, because we'd have had to change some things, we're good for uh, three more years. So uh, 
you're not done with me yet. So for those of you who wanted to, didn't want the podcast to go anywhere or the radio show and like where it is, you know, we may change the time of the podcast. I know I suggested it sometime in the future, but I'll give you a good heads up there. But as for the format and everything and the radio show, nothing's going to change. So I'm happy to kind of put that out there. I told you guys first because I love you all. I'm probably not supposed to say it right now, but what the hell? We do our own thing anyway. So that's pretty cool. And uh, I hope you all, uh, it was a lot, it was a big fight. And I'm not done uh, with some of the stuff we're involved in either. So we're not going to make some of that stuff public for obvious reasons, but we're still fighting with a lot of, not those entities, but some other stuff out there. So just happy to put that out there. And uh, one more thing, man. I just want you to know I appreciate it. Because none of this stuff could have happened and the explosive success of the radio show, none of that could have happened without you guys. Nothing. I mean, the radio, radio ratings are freaking ridiculous and the podcast is now number four in the country according to Triton. And that's all thanks to you. So, cool. I hope you guys, uh, thank you everyone in the chat. I love you guys too. <laughs> so, stop mumbling, you said. I know, I'm sorry. When I'm talking about myself, I do mumble. You're correct. So, that person in the chat, I'm not mad at you. Thank you for saying that. I do. I don't like to sound too, hey, look at me. I'm so wonderful. So I tend to mumble when it's about me. All right, back to the show. No mumbling. When I talk about content, we get right back to it. Folks, unequal justice is no justice at all. It's hierarchy. I think we know that. And you just saw that with Christopher Ray, who just embarrassed himself. Anyone could have whipped out this New York mag article and said, well, Mr. Ray, that doesn't apparently seem uh, to be the case. I mean, you guys leaked out the Trump thing or someone did. I don't understand. No one leaked out that the laptop was real. Here's Byron Donalds yesterday up on the floor. Just, I mean, this goes on for eight minutes and it is just glorious. I encourage you to watch the whole thing. He's a good Republican congressman from uh, uh, Florida's West Coast out here. It's a district I ran and actually I covered out in my book, The Gift of Failure. You want to hear about that race and all the crazy stuff that happened in that? So Donalds lays out the case against Hunter Biden, but this part of it I found hilarious. He lays out all the evidence you've heard about the checks and the big guy and all that other stuff, but he brings up something I hadn't really thought about. That Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are being investigated for not paying taxes while lecturing Americans about paying their fair share. I missed this angle. Check this out. We will dig through the confusing web of Biden LLCs, which I will add, Mr. Speaker, the confusion of these of these companies and the confusion of these transactions are were done on purpose to conceal this money from the American people. And I will also add to conceal the money from the Internal Revenue Service. Because, you know, Joe Biden likes to talk about everybody paying their fair share except him and except his son. They're not concerned about a fair share. <laughs> now, listen, listen to whoever wins the Republican nod. Trump, DeSantis, Haley, whoever wins it. If you don't bring this point up on the debate stage, I don't think a debate's going to happen. But if it does, along with the check, the check to Joe Biden for $40,000, which is 10% of $400,000 held for the big guy. If you do not bring up this fair share point that he doesn't even pay his taxes, I, then shame on you. Shame. Shame. You deserve to lose the debate. That, hot tip Byron Donald's one of the greatest points ever. I've, that is just glorious. There's nothing people hate more than the hypocrisy of unfairness. And Biden is totally full of crap. He don't even pay his own taxes. Here, Ted Cruz had some questions about this too with Christopher Ray. Check this out. Is the FBI, do they make a routine practice of allowing partisan political optics to prevent investigating serious evidence of corruption? 
my instructions to our people on this and on every other investigation are that we are to follow the facts wherever they lead, no matter who likes it, no matter what political influence. And why did you get the GPS there. data on where Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were? Again, Senator, with respect, I can't discuss but, but it's an not ongoing with respect. investigation. And, and, and Director Ray, you and I have gone round and round on this because I understand anytime you're asked about this, the answer is it's an ongoing investigation. Of course, the investigation isn't ongoing. You're not doing the work. You got whistleblowers pointing out that you're not doing the work. And you are hiding behind the skirts of the attorney general. Ladies and gentlemen, unequal justice is no justice at all. And I love the fact that multiple people have picked up on television this talking point that's been brought up by me and others that this isn't hypocrisy. Oh, Hunter Biden gets a pass and Donald Trump doesn't. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. It's hierarchy, period, period. Communists believe in power. When they're on top, it's not abuse for them. They have power. You don't. They're going to F with you. That's it. They don't see it as a, they don't even care if you point it out as hypocrisy. Oh, Hunter Biden's not being uh, seriously charged, but Trump's under 4,000 different indictments. They're like, yeah, that's what we do. We're commies. They don't care. These people don't care. They don't care about anything. Yeah, I want to show you this, by the way. We have a huge audience in Texas and Florida. Hat tip, Texas and Florida. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. It's my home state. And Texas is awesome. People from Texas are like, I'm from Texas. Love Texas. This representative stepped in it yesterday. But again, she doesn't really give a shit. Here's Representative Jasmine Crockett, another crazy person. She thinks if you're from Texas and Florida, you guys are definitely deplorables. Here, check this out. In fact, Miss Perry, I know your organization, the Heritage Foundation, loves Texas. Ooh, they love Texas. They always sending us some nonsense bills um, that somehow set this country on the wrong trajectory. They send them to Texas. They send them to Florida. Every deplorable state that we can think about, they usually come in out of y'all's think tank. There you go. Another genius up on Capitol Hill, you big smellies from Texas and Florida. Uh, She doesn't care, folks. You'll get no apology from her about that at all. That's how she feels. You big smellies in Texas and Florida. She doesn't mention the fact that everybody's moving out of states to move to Texas and Florida because she's a moron. This is a low IQ idiot, which is why she's in Congress. All right, a couple things before we go. I want to show you a good video because there's been a lot. Of, I meant most of you missed, sadly. If you haven't seen the end of yesterday's show, did you guys miss it yet? Please watch it. There is a, a clip from an NCAA football game that is so inspirational. Just please check it out. It's at the end of the show. It's this guy, uh, Cohen Entringer. Cohen Entringer. You got to watch what this guy did. It's, it's incredible. It's so inspirational, this clip. You know, I get it, sports, whatever. But still, check it out. But, you know, for as terrible as sports and the NFL have been to us with the kneeling and all the anti-American crap, you got to remember, like any other organization, there are people out there who, you know, genuinely do good stuff once in a while. And I'm not here to celebrate any organization or anything like that. Most of them are crap. But this was pretty cool. This is Bengals' defensive end. Trey Hendrickson, and uh, there's a star quarterback for the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. He, he busts up his ankle, and he's really hurt bad. You can see walking off the field. I want you to watch this number. It was it 81, 91? Watch. Yeah, he gets down and prays for him, man. Uh, that's pretty cool. No fan of the NFL, obviously, everything they've done. But you know what? It's little public acts of that, folks, that can start things around the country. You know? You can start little movements. People like to see that. So. NFL, Trey Hendrickson, we see more of that. Maybe you'll get some of your fans back. I don't know this guy, but hat tip, brother. That's uh, that's some real, uh, that's, that's some cool stuff right there. I like to see stuff like that. 
Hey, one last note. Um, I know um, Christmas and stuff is coming up and, you know, uh, I put this book out, The Gift of Failure. I, I don't really talk about it. I haven't mentioned it in probably three weeks or so. We'll have some book signings coming up, but I'm pretty proud of the book. Uh, if you pick it up wherever you get your uh, your books, I'll be honest with you folks, the sales have been okay. I've been great on it, but which is fine. Maybe it's not for everyone. I know kind of when I write about Trump stuff and following the money and investigative stuff, people tend to like it a little more. This is more of a story about me, so it's probably not for everyone, but there's a lot of really cool stuff in here. Um, I was reading through it yesterday for a number of different reasons, but uh, chapter 11 about how Antifa came after me and my wife walking outside of the White House when Trump uh, accepted the RNC nomination there at the White House is a pretty crazy story. Check out chapter 11. I was reading it yesterday. I thought, I'd just love for you to read it with me. So check it out. It's called The Gift of Failure. My new book's been out for a couple months now. We'll be doing some book signing. Sales has been good. Not great, but that's okay. I'm proud of it. And uh, I think you'll like it too. So up to you. Check it out. Do your thing. I really appreciate everything. Download the Rumble app. Join us every day for the chat. I get in there early today again. Rumble.com slash Bongino or download the Rumble app. The user interface is really great there. Set up an account. It's free. Chat with us. Join us every day at 11 o'clock. 88,000 people on a holiday, close to holiday week. Really appreciate you all tuning in. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.